0: Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. We are a couple weeks away from Christmas.
1: And my birthday.
0: Oh, I (laughs) failed to mention that the last time. For those of you who don't, don't know, that voice that you just heard, that is Tammy Slay. And she is my girlfriend. She is a real estate broker, lives in Dallas, Texas. And I love to have her on the show when she's in town. Your birthday is what day?
1: You should know it.
0: I know what it is, but I'm going to let you tell everybody. I'm going to let
1: you tell it.
0: It's December the 24th. (laughs) Her birthday is Christmas Eve. All right. There we go. Which means on Christmas Eve, we celebrate your birthday. That is right. And on Christmas Day, we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. It's the way that works, right? Yes. Yes. You love that. In this segment of the show, having a home on a corner lot, a good thing, bad thing, doing good during the Christmas holiday season, and then uh, what about... Christmas trees. What kind of tree do you like? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the the worry that's so typical with life's biggest investments. We're talking a little bit more about fun stuff and not just tips on buying and selling homes. If you want to connect with us, it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com You can ask questions, make comments, you can push back or challenge things we say, you can share your ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, or you can subscribe to our podcast. I don't think about this very often, Tammy, but I saw an article the other day that talked about the pros and cons of having a home on a corner lot. And for definition of a corner lot, it is a home that is located at the intersection of two or more cross streets. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, just two. What's your thought on homes on corner lots?
1: Um, so, um, this is going to be the easy answer. It depends on the lot, right? Okay. You know, it depends on the lot. Okay. Um, but if, if it's in a typical Dallas supper, okay. you know, lot, yep. then I, as a mother of four, even though they're all grown, and grandmother, you know, as well, I'm not a fan. For me. For me.
0: But it's because of well, why?
1: It's because of just safety.
0: And privacy.
1: Privacy, yes.
0: Which, which, which adds to safety. So that's kind of where I was going with it as well. Now, I do have something that I'd like to back up And talk about first. Let's just say I'm on a corner lot, so I have frontage on one road, I have frontage on another road, which means no matter how my house is on the lot, unless I have a fence in the backyard, you can see into my backyard. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: That makes sense. And
0: I have all along the front of the house that has to be perfectly maintained, and I have all along one side of the house that has to be perfectly maintained because I basically have two front yards. Right. So, unless you are interested in maintaining every last inch of that lot, then you might want to avoid a corner lot and Tammy gave the uh, tip that for her that she would not want a corner lot simply because she wouldn't feel as safe. She wouldn't feel her family was as safe on a corner lot. Right. And that's really just because of exposure.
1: It is, and also, you know, if somebody were to run a, a stop sign or get in a wreck, they're yep. going to they, there's a there's a greater chance they're going to come into my yard. They could with if their you car. line up
0: if you line up that. And, yep. and
1: so I think it just depends because I've seen many corner lots where I would actually buy that lot. Yeah. Because it's big enough. Yeah. You know, the corner lot. is… Sometimes they're
0: a little bit bigger. They're a yeah.
1: little bit bigger, um, and and um, the struggle sometimes with corner lots. We had one recently, and sorry, this may take up too much time. But we thought the fence would go to, you know, this area of the corner lot. So the buyer was going to get a lot more lot. But the zoning didn't allow it because of vision. And I can't remember the name of the code on it. You mean they
0: need to keep the fence out of the way so you could see along the road when you're driving. And it
1: actually took... Away from the buyers. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. they thought. Like, li-
0: like line of sight.
1: Li- thank like you. That was sight. it. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so, you got to you know, be careful. In, in a
0: lot of areas in Atlanta, you have the same requirement. You can't have a fence in the way. You can't yes. have shrubs that are too right. tall, so you can't see. We used to have a situation in our neighborhood where you'd come around the corner and the neighbor had shrubs that were so tall you couldn't see. And sometimes you'd come around the corner and there would be kids
1: uh, sitting yes. right, right there at yeah. the bus
0: stop. It was dangerous. Yeah. It was dangerous. So, yeah. Tammy and I, Both say, if a corner lot is right for you, there's no problem with it. Because I wouldn't say a corner lot is less valuable or more valuable than another lot. My concern with it being a corner lot is whether or not I'm interested in maintaining every last square inch of my yard in absolutely impeccable condition. Which, for me, by the way, have you ever owned a home on a corner lot? No. Mm, I have. Okay. My very first home was on a corner lot. And I loved it, All right. but I was young. I had nothing else to do besides take care of the yard, and I had a beautiful yard and a sprinkler system and wonderful landscaping and plants in the backyard, and it was just beautiful. But I've never owned one since. Yeah. Because I didn't want the extra exposure. And I know that for my home to be... Adjacent to another home. I know that doesn't really make it safer. Somebody could still get in there. But to me, it seems like it would be safer because they would have to interrupt me and have a chance of disturbing me and interrupt my neighbor in order to get between my neighbor's house and my house. Yeah. So I like
1: the privacy. I get it. I get
0: it. I like the privacy. So neither of us believe that it would be a matter of value that you shouldn't buy it because the value is not there if it's a corner lot. But we both do believe there are things about a corner lot that should you buy one, you need to make sure the situation is right for you. For Tammy, it's security, privacy. Uh, For me, it is the level of exposure and my required commitment to keeping the house looking good. You can't live on a corner lot and have stuff stored in your backyard because yeah. yeah. people will see it. You got something you want to say?
1: Um just I don't I don't want listeners to confuse that when we say just because it's a corner lot, you know, mm-hmm. value there or value not. Certainly there's value in more land. So yeah, don't yeah, yeah, confuse. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want them to confuse well, that and, we're and, saying. Yeah,
0: sorry. I, what I meant was it doesn't decrease the value. Rate, sorry. I, I, I was thank you yeah. for clarifying that. Yeah. yeah. That's very good.
1: Some corner lots have a lot more land. And there's value in the land, not necessarily the aspect that it's a corner lot. It's more attached to the land value.
0: Yeah, that makes perfectly good sense. That makes perfectly good sense. So if you have any questions about whether or not you should buy a home on a corner lot, 770-497-0000 is the number to call. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorhan. They're a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. They do it all. You can reach them at 770 497 Tammy, we say on the radio show that we can sell any house in Metro Atlanta for $28,000 more than neighbors of that home sold their home for.
1: I believe you. Do you? I, I, I do. And I've, I've seen the way y'all have worked business over these last, you know, two and a half, three years. Yep. So I believe you. What
0: is it that you think makes it where we sell those houses for more, if you had to guess?
1: Um, it's the attention to detail. It's more hands on. I mean, it, a traditional real estate agent has two hands, right? Two eyes, two hands, yes. focused on one home. Yes. Your team has what? 25, 27.
0: 15, 17. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a lot. Like
1: you got mm. a lot of hands and a lot of eyes that are focused on so, that one roof. So
0: you do believe that it is possible to get more for a home by doing more of the right things from a marketing standpoint, from making sure it's in the right condition?
1: Yes, but also from setting it up right from the beginning. So the beginning. You, you have specialists on yep. your team yep. that know exactly how to present that home? Yeah, because that's what they specialize in. They're not also trying to specialize in. That's
0: all they do. That's all they make do. Make sure the home show up in the best that's light. That's right. That's yep.
1: that's it. And you got a lot of hands, a lot of eyes, and because you also touch a lot of contracts, your team touches many contracts throughout the year. You understand the pricing, and oh, you do. have the capital to help a seller present it correctly. I love
0: that. So if you're interested in selling your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor, go to GoGaddisRadio.com. Radio. That's g o g a d d i s radio.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, click on $28,000 more, put in just a little information and we will reach out to you right away. Okay, sorry. I muted my microphone <laughs> and turned Tammy's <laughs> off for a second because I needed to cough. And I'm sorry about that. Again, if you want to sell your house for $28,000 more, go to GoGaddisRadio.com. Put in a little information. We'll reach out to you. Tammy, it's one thing to celebrate the holidays. It's another thing to find some people to do some good for over the holidays.
1: Any thoughts on that? Oh, the holiday season is a wonderful time um, to do some charity work, to give back, to let other people know, you know, you love them.
0: You have love for them.
1: It's, it's also a wonderful. Yes, the charity, but it's also a great and easy time that if you've had a broken relationship or you've not touched a friend in a long time, you know, you not reached out to them, it's easy to do it at this time of season and restart those relationships. Oh, wow.
0: And no matter who's listening, they have relationships that have have had struggles over the years and even if you're not able to donate money or donate time just to reach out with that olive branch that's such a great thought Uh, Because it doesn't take much for me to reach out and say, hey, thinking of you, love you, sorry for what happened, and not expect anything in return. And I think it's that last piece, me doing that without expecting anything in return. Yes. I love that. So if you are not ready to help other people during the holiday season and you're just focused on giving gifts to people you love, maybe you should put a list together of four or five people that you need to reach out to and see if you can rekindle a relationship or repair a relationship yes. from the past. Yes. Okay, we've only got about a minute left in the segment. What type of Christmas tree do you like? Real or fake, artificial, flocked or not flocked?
1: I I like fake trees. And, and you like
0: fake trees for what reason?
1: Uh, cleaning. like the, the maintenance of it. And I know... I know the tree. You and not, know, I keep and, it for and not a fire hazard and in most it cases. It's not a fire hazard. Yep. I don't yep. have to water yep. it. I don't have to keep cutting. You know, or buying a tree every single year. Budget friendly. Okay. Um, and I can keep and, and I can keep the same tree. But yep. really, it's just about the cleanliness of it. Yep. And I, it's easier to dispose of because so I pack it up.
0: For me, it's normally a real tree. But I just bought my first artificial tree and. In terms of whether or not flocked, because it was artificial and it was going to be permanent, I said not flocked. Yeah. We've got to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Ivy Chase in Decula. If you're at home or away for the holidays, how do you handle it, meaning how do you handle it in your family, and what's your Christmas meal? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.